Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio. Right on, right on, right on. Welcome indeed to Right on Radio. It is Word Up Sunday. Word up, word up, word up. I wish I could say that in a cool way, but it is cool because we are lifting up the word of the Lord, and that is the word that you need to pay attention to. It is the only, only true word that is out there, and it is the one you should rely on most dependently. We have a special guest with us today because we are exposing the real world, and by exposing the real world, you'll know how to live in it. And one of the greatest exposers of the real world that we're in is my co-host, Jesse Zaboter. <laughs> Good morning, Jeff. Good morning to you. Happy Sunday indeed. Yes, it is a it is a beautiful day out. I don't know what it's looking like for other people, but the sun is bright and shiny here. So well, it's a little cloudy, but it's certainly warm, and nothing is going to ruin this day for me, Jesse. So <laughs> Jesse, as you know, I went on a sabbatical. Yeah, how did that go? Well, it was too short. It was only three days. I have some obligations today, uh, including this show, which I really was on my heart to do. So came back early, but I'll tell you, I went to a location that was deep in the woods. Like you had to take a four-wheeler to get in there and you had to drive on dirt roads for about a half an hour to get to the point where you get to the four-wheeler spot. And we were at a cabin with no electricity, no running water. But it was beside a stream and, uh, and you know, so no, I stayed away from my phone, Jesse. I was with, uh, I was with a couple brothers, uh, that I've known for a very long time. And, uh, one of the brothers that was with there, uh, who was there with me, uh, I won't give his name out, but I'll tell you right after I got saved, he was the first person to ever respond to my witness and get saved. Wow. Uh, so it holds a special place in my heart. And, uh, it was three years later, we were actually baptized together. Hmm. Very interesting. And, uh, if, if I could describe him, uh, if you were to look at him, uh, he's like a John the Baptist. Now <laughs> like <laughs> that type of crazy eccentric personality is what I would say to you. And, and, you know, we, we spent a lot of time, uh, talking and, and praying and praising and, and, you know, didn't hear anything specific from the Lord until kind of on the way home. And we didn't discuss it, but I knew exactly what God had told me uh, by the end of this, uh, this three-day trip. And then my friend, about six hours after getting home yesterday, texts me and he had the exact same word. Oh, wow. So that's confirmation. And I'm going to give that at the end of the show uh, because I really think it's it's important. Now it isn't a word that I wrote down. It's not going to be exact. Thus decree the Lord. You know, it's not one of those, but I'll, if it's not from the Lord, use your discernment and you can uh, tell me, but I know, I know, I know that it is from the Lord and it's going to be a pleasure mm -hmm. to give out this message. In fact, Jesse, I'm going to make an announcement to you and the audience at the same time. Part of this message is I already have Tuesday's show planned out. Wow. All right. <laughs> and 
you will not want to miss that. And Jesse, you're going to star in that one for sure. Or you're going to shine, I should say. (laughs) It's going to be quite, quite good. Uh, Just one little housekeeping thing before we get to the word of God. Uh, Last Tuesday, our very last broadcast, I invited people to uh, take this stand for liberty with me. Uh, Overwhelming response. Hmm. Overwhelming. Like, uh, it's. I haven't got a, a count, but I'll tell you it's, it's overwhelming, uh, you know, considering I only needed 12 people. Uh, so I haven't responded to anyone yet. I'm going to be going uh, basically by uh, people that I know for sure to, to start with uh, and then uh, to kind of first comers, uh, the first ones to go up. Uh, in fairness, I haven't responded because I know a lot of people don't watch things in real time. They take a couple days. Uh, I'm going to be responding to a select amount of people uh, on Tuesday, and I'm, it's Tuesday for uh, for a reason. And then within about a week, everyone will be responded to. And just be just if you're not in the first round, it does not mean you have no part in this. You do have a part in it, and uh, and I invite you to come along for the ride and to fight these evil tyrants by taking money out of their pockets. <laughs> <laughs> That's way to do it. We got to stay in the fight. We have to fight. You have to take a stand. There is no more sitting on the sidelines. I don't care who you are. Everyone has a different calling, but you cannot stay on the sidelines anymore. Amen. Jesse, would you like to introduce the first, our guest today, to give the first reading of the word? I would. Yeah, this is a lovely lady we met um, in Orlando. I know she had reached out before that, um, but we've got Alana this morning to help us read some scripture. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on, right on. Alana, welcome to Right On Radio. It's about time. Yeah, excited to be here. Thank you so much. So, Alana, uh, I know you have a word for the day. Um, We always pray right before we go on, uh, but it's just on my heart to ask you to say a short prayer before the reading of the word, if you wouldn't mind. And then Jesse and I are going to drop out and you're going to be on your own. All right. Yeah, I can do that. All right. Let's uh, bow our heads. Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father, we just uh, enter into your presence with so much joy and Thanksgiving on our hearts today. It's just another day to be with you and be in community with fellow believers, brothers and sisters. Uh, Father God, we just thank you so much for this opportunity uh, to read your word. And um, we just ask that hearts are open, eyes are open, ears are open to what you have to say, Lord. um, We we love you. We thank you for your many blessings. Um, And we just ask during this time on this earth, Lord, that you give us peace that surpasses all understanding and a fight that just shows how strong our faith is in you to, because we know we already won, but we still have to fight for your kingdom here, Lord. We love you. We praise you. Again, we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful prayer. And I come into 100% agreement with that in the name of Jesus Christ. 
All right, Alana, bless the word as it goes forward. You okay. are up. All right, thanks. Well, everyone, this was um, fun short notice that Jeff gave me, but I am so blessed to be here to read something to y'all. So naturally, um, when he asked me, I just said, I just kind of stopped in my tracks and was like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to read? And Joel 2 just came across my mind. So went and read it. It resonated. So I'm going to read it with you today. Uh, Joel 2. Blow a trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. Surely it is near. A day of darkness and gloom, a day of clouds and thick darkness. As the dawn is spread over the mountains, so there is a great and mighty people. There has never been anything like it, nor will there be any, excuse me, nor will there be again after it. To the years of many generations, a fire consumes before them and behind them a flame burns. The land is like the Garden of Eden before them, but a desolate wilderness behind them and nothing at all escapes them. Their appearance is like the appearance of horses and like war horses, so they run. With a noise as of chariots, they leap on, on the tops of the mountains, like the crackling of a flame of fire consuming the stubble, like a mighty people arranged for battle. Before them, the people are in anguish, all faces turn pale. They run like mighty men, they climb the wall like soldiers, and they each march in line, nor do they deviate from their paths. They do not crowd each other, they march everyone in his path. When they burst through the defenses, they do not break ranks. They rush on the city, they run on the wall, they climb into the houses, they enter through the windows like a thief. Before them the earth quakes, the heavens tremble, the sun and the moon grow dark, and the stars lose their brightness. The Lord utters his voice before his army. Surely his camp is very great. For strong is he who carries out his word. The day of the Lord is indeed great and very awesome. And who can endure it? Yet even now declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart and with fasting, weeping and mourning and rend your heart and not your garments. Now return to the, excuse me, now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness and relenting of evil. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, even a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God? Blow a trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, proclaim a solemn assembly. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and the nursing infants. Let the bridegroom come out of his room and the bride out of her bridal chamber. Let the priests, the Lord's ministers, weep between the porch and the altar and let them say, spare your people, O Lord, and do not make your inheritance a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they among the people say, where is their God? Deliverance promised, then the Lord will be zealous for his land and will have pity on his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, behold, I am going to send you a grain, send you grain, new wine and oil, and you will be satisfied in full with them. 
and I will never again make you a reproach among the nations. But I will remove the northern army far from you, and I will drive it into a parched and desolate land, and its vanguard into the eastern sea, and its rear guard into the western sea, and its stench will arise, and its foul smell will come up, for it has done great things. Do not fear, O land. Rejoice and be glad, for the Lord has done great things. Do not fear, beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness have turned green, for the tree has borne its fruit. The fig tree and the vine have yielded in full. So rejoice, O sons of Zion, and be glad in the Lord your God, for he has given you the early rain for your vindication, and he has poured down for you the rain, the early and the latter rain, as before. The threshing floors will be full of grain, and the vats will overflow with the new wine and oil. Then I will make up to you that for the years that the swarming locust has eaten the creeping, has eaten the creeping locust, the stripping locust, and the gnawing locust, my great army which I sent among you. You will have plenty to eat and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. Then my people will never be put to shame. Thus you will know that I am in the midst of Israel, and that I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. And my people will never be put to shame. It will come about after this that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind, and your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, your young men will see visions. Even on the male and the female servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. I will display wonders in the sky and on the earth, blood, fire, and columns of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And it will come about that whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be delivered. Amen. For on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be those who escape, as the Lord has said, even among the survivors whom the Lord calls. Mm. I love that. Yep. It's good stuff. Right on, right on, right on. You know, wow. Uh, wh what's amazing, and I don't even know what Jesse's going to read yet. I know. Hers already lines up with mine, too, Jeff. I, I was going to say, <laughs> the, 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 the fun, listen, this is just the word of God that we're reading. And we don't talk to each other about what we're going to read in advance. We, and I never worry about, con if, in fact, if someone gave us the same scripture, I would read it twice because <laughs> God wants you to hear it twice. But it's at, at the end of this broadcast, just think or ask the Lord, why did you put these scriptures before me today? And you won't believe how these things are going to line up with Tuesday and what's going to happen in the near future. Man, I am supercharged for this. That was <laughs> such an amazing word. Wow, what a discernment of the time, Alana. Hey, wow, wow. I asked him. Wow. It was all him. He told me what to read. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, that's what we all do. Uh, we just simply pray, and it usually just pops yeah. into your head. It's not, uh, should it be this? Should it be this? Should it be this? It's, it's not like we're putting together a Sunday sermon, you know, uh, and having. It's just, Lord, what do you want to say to your people? And that is the thing. And by the way, Jesse, next week will be the last week of Word Up. Okay. So you know what that means. Actually, let, let me ask someone who listens to the show, if next Sunday is the last word up, what does that mean, Alana? 
Revelation Sunday is coming back. Revelation Sunday <laughs> is coming back. And and I really believe it's in the Lord's time. At first it was in Jeff's time. I'll <laughs> freely admit that. But I really believe the Lord has put this on my heart to do it, uh, to get back into it. You know, and there was a little bit of a delay and I just felt yeah. it was an urging of the Lord uh, to wait because these words are going to prepare you for what is going to come out. Jesse, are you ready? I am. And I have to say it was kind of funny. I, I was going to actually, uh, Joel too had come to my heart too, but then the Lord kind of, he kept putting also first Timothy one and <laughs> he put first Timothy one on my heart this morning. I listen to the, what I hear when I walk my dog. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. So yeah, so I'm going to be reading First Timothy one. Um, this is great. And with that, I love you know. I guess you know Paul is just one of my favorites in Scripture. His uh, just his vibrancy for the Lord. You know that he didn't. Uh, his his walk was all about obedience. You know he he never withheld any obedience from the Lord. Whatever the Lord asked of him you know, he did. And you see that obedience both, you know, when he was first a um, Pharisee and, you know, he had such a zeal that he was ready to just take out anybody that he thought was not of God. Yet in that he was persecuting the Christians, those who really did have a good faith and who love the Lord. And then, you know, he has this encounter, this powerful experience with God that changes his life. And from that day forward, you know, he just has this humble obedience. And um, so anyway, 1 Timothy 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the command of God, our Savior, and of Christ Jesus, our hope, to Timothy, my true son in the faith, grace and mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, sent there in Ephesus, so that you may command certain people not to teach false doctrines any longer or to, vote, to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. Such things promote controversial speculations rather than advancing God's work, which is by faith. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Some have departed from these and have turned to meaningless talk. They want to be teachers of the law, but they do not know what they are talking about and what they so confidently affirm. We know that the law is good if one uses it properly. We also know that the law is not made for the righteous but for lawbreakers and rebels, the ungodly and sinful, the unholy and irreligious, for those who kill their fathers and mothers, for murderers, for the sexually immoral, for those practicing homosexuality, for slave traders and liars and perjurers, and for whatever else is contrary to the sound doctrine that conforms to the gospel concerning the glory of the blessed God which he entrusted to me. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy 
because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here's a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his um, immersed patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now to the King, eternal, immortal, invincible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Timothy, my son, I'm giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by recalling them, you might fight the battle well, holding on to the faith of a good conscience, which some have rejected and so have suffered shipwreck in regard to the faith. Among them are Hymenius and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. And that's the word of the Lord. Amen. What a beautiful word. And yeah, you're right. Uh, Paul is really one of my heroes. You know, the things that Paul endured. In fact, uh, my salvation story is uh, slightly reminiscent of what happened to Paul. So it really stands out in my mind whenever we read. Yeah. All right. So I have one as well. And then I want to discuss this word that I got from the Lord. And uh, I've just put, please pray that it comes out right because I don't have it written down or anything, Jesse. I'm just going to give it as as I heard it and uh, trust the Lord to speak through me. Uh, but in the meantime, why don't I go into the word of the Lord here? And let me just pull it up. All right. I'm going to be reading from Acts 2. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a noise like a violent rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house, and they were sitting, and tongues that looked like fire appeared to them, disturbing themselves, and a tongue rested on each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with different tongues as the Spirit was giving them the ability to speak out. Now there were Jews residing in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the crowd came together and they were bewildered because each one of them was hearing them speak in his own language. They were amazed and astonished, saying, Why are not all these speaking Galileans? And how is it that we each hear them in our own language, to which were born Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya around Cyrene and the visitors from Rome, both Jews and Prophesites, Cretans and Arabs. 
we hear them speaking with our own tongues of mighty deeds of God, and they continued in amazement and great perplexity, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others were jeering and saying, they are full of sweet wine. But Peter, taking his stand with the other 11, raised his voice and declared to them, men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, know this and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you assume, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was spoken through the prophet Joel. And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour out my spirit on all mankind, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your young men will see visions, and your old men will have dreams. And even on my male and female servants, I will pour my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will display wonders in the skies above and signs on the earth below, blood, fire, and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood. But the great and glorious day of the Lord comes, and it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus, the Nazarene, a man attested to you by God with miracles and wonders and signs which God performed through him in your midst, just as you yourselves know. This man delivered by the predetermined plan and for knowledge of God, you nailed to a cross by the hands of of godless men who put him to death, but God raised him from the dead, putting an end to the agony of death. Since it was impossible for him to be held in its power, for David says of him, I saw the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand so that I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue was overjoyed Moreover, my flesh also will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, I may continually say to you regarding the patriarch David, that he both died and was buried in his tomb with us to this day. So because he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn to him with an oath to seat one of his descendants on his throne, he looked ahead and spoke of the resurrection of the Christ. He was neither abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh suffer decay. It is this Jesus whom God raised up, a fact to which we are all witnesses. Therefore, since he has been exalted at the right hand of God and received the promise of the Holy Spirit from the Father, he has poured out 
from which you are both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into heaven, but he himself says, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool at your feet. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were pierced through the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brothers, what are we to do? Peter said to them, repent and each one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and your children and all who are far away. As many as the Lord our God will call to himself. And with many other words, he solemnly testified and kept urging them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. So then those who had received his word were baptized, and that day they were added about 3,000 souls. Mm -hmm. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles, teaching and to fellowship, to breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone kept feeling a sense of awe, and the many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. And all the believers were together and had all these things in common. They would sell their property and possessions and share with them all to the extent that anyone had need. Day by day, continuing with the one mind in the temple and breaking bread. From house to house, they were taking their meals together in gladness and security of heart praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their number day by day who were being saved. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I love, I love that, you know, and probably the most powerful thing is just that we have a God who has, um, you know, literally raised from the dead. You know, he's he's not dead. He's not, you know, something that happened and then he's just up there in heaven. You know, he is alive and he's reigning and he wants to have fellowship with us. And I brought to mind, um, as you were reading that Romans 6, where in there, you know, that passage says, we've died with Christ and we've been raised to new life with him. And it's not something, you know, where we just get this new life once we leave this world and go into heaven. Like we have this new life now and his Holy Spirit, you know, is that life within us. And that, you know, there's excitement this morning because he's giving all these passages where it talks of that filling of the Holy Spirit about to be unleashed with signs, miracles, wonders. Amen. Yeah, his spirit is here, ladies and gentlemen. And 
you know, these passages all do go together, and I sincerely believe that the outpouring of his spirit is going to be so powerful. You've been saying it for almost a year now, Jesse. Yeah. It's really coming. And so before we move on, I'll just share what the Lord put on my heart, the overwhelming thing that I got after three days. Um, and, and you're welcome to discuss it, both Alana and Jesse, if, if you feel led to. But essentially, uh, Alana, I'm going to mute your mic because I think I'm hearing some background noise from your church there. So I'll, I'll mute you. I'll, un I'll unmute you in a moment, okay? Um, so essentially, and, and this is going to sound a little bit counterintuitive to what this program is about and the fact that we want lots of diggers, but essentially... The word is, my people spend thousands of hours digging and researching, and they don't spend enough time in my word. Mm -hmm. Everything that you need is in my word. My word is alive. My word will wash you. My word will teach you. My word will cleanse you and give you discernment in these times of misinformation that's out there. My word is true and my word is complete. And I believe he's just calling people, particularly, you know, the people who he's called to listen to this broadcast that listen, we love to dig. We love to find out. We love to discern, but we need to stop spending as much time digging and spending more time in the word. And, and I, and I believe, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this maybe even prophetically, but I believe if you do that, when you do go to dig, because we want to see what's happening, we want to see how we should be extending the kingdom of God, how we should be moving forward, what our battle plans are. We're not to be ignorant of these things, but I believe if you spend more time in the word as I will, that God will lead you to those things and you'll actually be more productive in digging than you were spending a lot more hours. So that's what I heard from the Lord. Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll read you my friend's text because I don't know if I said this on air, Jesse, or if I said it to you before we started. I think it was before you didn't bring that into this conversation yet. Okay. So, um, about six hours after I got back and I knew this was the word that the Lord had put on my heart, the overwhelming thing. And this is the text my friend sent to me. We didn't discuss this. As people search for truth, they spend thousands and time searching the world over and reading this and that and the other thing, new and old, never satisfied. I already have the words, the best-selling book of truth. So why should I be looking beyond it or think that my book can be the next best thing, you know? Uh, Amen. To, to me, that was just a confirmation. And uh, he he isn't really good at typing, so there was a lot of misspelled words there. So if I struggled a little bit, that was it. Yes, Alain. So I was just going to be the first to admit that I'm very much convicted in that. And honestly, this week was a major struggle um, because I get up early every morning. I go sit on my couch with the intention that I'm going to sit my coffee and read my Bible. And what happens is get on here and scroll and I read and I scroll and I read and well, yes, there is Bible verses involved. There's some worship music, stuff like that. It's not 
sold out, solely focused, and really giving my all just for God in this chunk of time that I'm supposed to be allotting it. And um, and I even asked God, I said, why is this stuff more interesting than your word to me right now? You know, and so that's what I've been wrestling with this week, because I do love God's word. But for some reason, the the digging has my flesh, I guess, is just more interesting. And um, but it's it's not it's out of it's out of alignment. So I will be the first to admit and confess to that. And definitely right there with you that things have to change, you know, and it's good that we're all recognizing that. I think that uh, that your honesty is going to really relate to most people listening to this. Uh, We're so excited with the hopium. And I think part of it is, and it's not, it's not on, it's not ungodly. Part of it is we're looking for confirmations that God's word is true and, and, and unraveling. So it's exciting to see the proofs of God. Uh, through what's happening in the world today because they're happening every day. The proofs of God are really, really coming out and being biblical. So having said that, Jesse, that's actually the title uh, or close to the title of the show on Tuesday. Proof, we are in end days. Yeah. Proof. I think there's such a, you know, I think behind it, you know, I was praying this week too because I struggle with that a little bit as well this week. And, you know, when I start to struggle being in the word, I go back to, okay, you know, this is an age old tactic the enemy uses. He wants to keep me from being in that word because he knows that in it is the power of God. And he doesn't want me to um, be in that relationship, walking in the power of the Lord, because then he's overcome. So, um, you know, I, I was just wrestling and saying, okay, Lord, you know, what's behind this? Show me. And, um, you know, so I think being there, you know, being open, being honest with our struggles, not everybody, you know, has that, that sheer devotion to be in the word nonstop. Others, you know, if we, sometimes we're just so busy. I mean, how many people are mothers and working and, you know, doing all these other things. And sometimes you, especially if you have little ones, you just don't even get those moments, you know. Um, That's where my team kind of teases me because they call me the queen of bathroom confessions. But (laughs) that, you know, that ended up being when I had, you know, my kids, the bathroom was the only (laughs) five or 10 minutes alone I ever got. And it was the only place where, you know, the Lord had my un- you know, undevoted attention. And so, you know, coming to that place where you say, okay, Lord, I confess I'm struggling in this area. Will you help me to be in the word more? Help me to see where the moments are where I can give you that undivided time. Even if it's, you know, in the bathroom, the Lord knows, he knows, you know, our lives, he understands everything going on. And, and just making that commitment saying, okay, this week, you know, Lord, I want to be in the word every single day. And I'm going to ask you to help me to make those moments happen and, and let it be quality time. So I'm not just reading the word, but as I'm reading, your word is impacting my life and your Holy Spirit is changing me and my faith is being renewed and built up. Amen. And, you know, uh, 
one of the things that I've really been coming out of my shell with is, uh, and I and I do this when people aren't around, uh, but I have a, I've not known for a good singing voice. Let's just say that. Uh, however, you know, I, I'm singing to him more and more these days and uh and even being a little bit more bold when my wife is around <laughs> but uh you know when i'm walking my dog if anyone you know as i'm walking down a path and their people's backyards are there i don't know if they're in their backyard or not but people certainly hear it because my voice does carry great that's not a bad thing jeff no, it's not no. a bad one. I'm unashamed, you know. Uh, I just, somehow it gets translated in the heavens. It sounds good up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Jesus carries the message to the Father, right? So the Father, when he when he hears my voice, he only actually hears Jesus. So that's, yep. a, that's a good thing. Anyways, that's it. Uh, don't forget to hit the like button, please. It really does help, especially when uh, these tech tyrants really hate the word of God. You know, they they don't like this. Look, they took down a channel that only had ministry videos on it. <laughs> it was Word Up and Revelation Studies. They took down the channel, you know, with so it was it was Jesse's trust video that really brought it down because that was hateful against children, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Which, where it was quite the opposite, obviously. Right. But uh oh my goodness. things at work and uh this is a glorious time to be alive. Tuesday, proofs that we're in the end days, not just end times, end days. I'll be bold to say that. Alana, what a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you for coming on at short notice. Wow, thank you. I'd love to do it again anytime. Yeah, it was actually on my heart before I went away to ask you, but I didn't get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I appreciate you came on. Thank you so much. You guys are so welcome. Love you both. Yes, thank love you. Love you too. Me too. So, having said that, don't forget: love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community.